So welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. My name is Sarah Sheher, and today we're excited to feature Aaron Bull. So I saw that you are an animator who specializes in 2D. Uh, what do you think draws you towards like the 2D animation as opposed to other types? What I like about 2D animation is that there's a lot more of an individual like um, side to it. Like... Um, you know, because you're essentially drawing it instead of using 3D models. And I feel like it creates a more sort of personalized charm to it. Like same with stop motion, that it feels a bit more personal. But also I just love the look of 2D animation. Like, um, you know, um, whether it's like Cartoon Network or like Disney or um, anime, like anything like that. There's just always, it just always looks very appealing to me and it's like it's what drawed me to do animation in the first place is a lot of the stuff I grew up in so yeah you do um like traditional art as well or do you think do you mainly focus on animation yeah I do traditional art as well though um I do do a lot of digital art as well like um most of it is digital nowadays through Procreate, but I do like to do like very rough cartoony sketches um, on my notebook if I ever get the chance. Um, but I mainly use Procreate for a lot of my illustrations. Like I do commissions for people. Um, my iPad is also where I do a lot of my backgrounds and character designs for my animation work. Like um, I, I love to draw. So any opportunity I get to draw, like, um, I just go for it, essentially. Um, so you talked a little bit about cartoons, but how did you, like, get started in animation? Um, so, so, like I said, I watched a lot of cartoons, but I think, like, what got me into animation as doing it as a profession is, um, I just remember, like, I was, I had a Spongebob DVD, I think, and I remember, like, seeing, like, how they drew the characters and, realize people do this for a living and that's when I thought I want to do that actually um so I kind of just went from there um studied um a media course at college and I went on to do animation I did do animation before going to uni on my iPad but then I went to Teesside University to study animation and that's where I made my films that's where I made Maria actually and I did a master's as well and yeah, and since then I've got a few freelance animation gigs as well as internships, uh, producing animated videos for clients, and it kind of just went, and yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. Nice. So I know that with sometimes with animation, um, video game design also kind of gets thrown into that. So I was wondering if you are interested in that video game stuff as well. Um. I've never done animation for video, for video games before, but I am a huge video game nerd. So like, um, yeah, because I think animation is very important in video games as well, because you need good animation to sort of convey what your character is doing or if it's to build an atmosphere. Like, um, like um, when I think of good animation, I think of games like Smash Brothers, um, Rayman Origins and Legends also has beautiful animation and that new game Pizza Towers come out that has some gorgeous like Nickelodeon style animation thrown in as well. Like the D&D &D scene, I feel like is where 
you get the most expressive animations with video games nowadays. Like, um, I think having good animation is very important in video games. And I'm willing to, to tap into that at some point. Like I have done pixel art before and I've really enjoyed it, but I've mainly done pixel art back in college when we had to do video game graphics for a project. Um, I did like a, a bounce ball character that, um, we never i never actually developed a game it was just graphics to conceptualize a game and i did like a bounce ball um called bounce bob um it's like with it was like i visualized it as like um sonic the hedgehog like a physics-based platformer but with a bounce ball and he used bounce physics to traverse through the level um like i still think i still like think about and draw my bounce ball character every now and then like um but it's a game that never got developed because I've been mainly focused on film and stuff. Yeah, so I'm wondering because there's so many different like parts to animation. What do you find the most like difficult part of animation? Do you think it's conceptualizing it or animating certain type certain parts or what do you think? Oh, <laughs> ah, too many, too many aspects to count. Um, <laughs> I think like um, the most difficult part of animation for me would be, yeah, conceptualizing it can be a tr tricky if you, um, but you can easily get down to it if you have like the right vision for it and using reference helps with that as well. But I think probably the most difficult um, aspect of animation, particularly in 2D animation, is having the patience to animate essentially because animation frame by frame does take quite a long time like um even the coloring process takes a while so it's like having that patience to do such a tedious task but it's but what drives you to do that is knowing how good it's potentially going to look at the end like um because that's one of the things i love about animating is you work really hard to get the shot done, but there's always that satisfying relief of seeing it move. There's, it feels quite satisfying. Like, um, uh, with the cost of making me sound like a narcissist, I do like, um, once I finished an animation or an animated project, I will rewatch it constantly to be like, Jesus Christ, this took four months to do, but I, um, I, I worked for that. I worked for that stuff. And yeah, I think that's like a really, I think that's the most challenging part is patience but um, if you have the passion for it you can get through it and it w will look amazing in the end yeah I've always um like admired animation and animated things because I personally like cannot draw like my storyboards are always so bad um but it's always been really cool to like see artists and like just the creativity that comes with animation, I think is wonderful. Um, so on that note, um, your uh, tell us about your film. What is it about? Um, before I answer this question, um, can I actually uh, say something about um, your anim about saying that you can't, you feel like you can't draw and stuff like- Yeah, 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 thing, you're good. The thing with storyboards is that, um, they're meant to give you a rough idea so it could be as sketchy as you want as long as you have good posing like mm -hmm. it could be the most simple like stick figure as long as the posing is strong and you can convey like what you're talking about it should be fine there, there are plenty of ways you can get into animation without drawing like i believe that's actually how 
Trey Parker and Matt Stone got into doing South Park because they couldn't really draw, so they used the unique paper cutout style, and it's what's given South Park its distinctive look. Interesting. I never thought about that. Um, yeah, I think it's very much like with my storyboards, I'm kind of like, if I get it, that's all that matters. And it's just a bunch of like boxes and lines. But uh, I, I never knew that about South Park. That makes sense, though, um, with what you're saying. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, sorry, tell us about your film. All right, so Maria, it's a film about um, a neurodivergent uh, slash autistic girl who masks her autistic traits at secondary school. Um, the idea sort of came from, because I'm autistic myself, and for my final year projects at uni, I wanted to do a short film about um, an autistic person and the struggles they face. So for the module before that, I was like studying about autistic representation in media and looking at good examples, looking at bad examples, and something that I kind of noticed was the lack of female representation. Originally, Maria was going to be about a male protagonist, but after seeing the lack of female representation, I wanted to delve into um, more feminine issues uh, with autism. And because I'm not a woman myself, I did, did some research on it and found that one of the most common things with women autistic women is that they get diagnosed much later because women get socialized to mask a lot more of their traits and um realizing how damaging that could be so it's not just a media issue it's also a social issue as well so i wanted to tackle that in the film by mixing my own experiences at secondary school but also with more unique feminine issues and that's kind of when i decided to change Maria into a girl and uh, it was just kind of like, you know, showing, you know, how masking can cause you to overwhelm yourself and get sensory overload. That's why the film can be quite dark in a lot of its ways. Um, and like, that's kind of like why um, she wears a mask and the mask is like the most, a very plasticky, very fake kind of smile to it um and um so but then you know she she creates art to cope with that stress uh, in the end of the film because originally the ending was going to be about um maria struggling to answer a question but then she decides to draw the answer that was originally going to be the ending but i felt like it was a bit i felt like it was a bit too corny and a little bit unrealistic because um most teenagers like to be blunt for a second, they, most of them are usually horrible to each other at secondary school or high school or whatever. And I kind of wanted to have a more bittersweet ending where she struggles to do this, but she does have a way to sort of cope with it. And it's through art because that's how a lot of neurodivergent people cope with the stress. They use art to express it. There was one autistic woman that I looked into. Her name is Charles Davis, Charles Davis. And uh, she got diagnosed much later and she was saying how she mainly uses art and um, video games and some of her interests to sort of like cope with you know living an autistic life and some of the struggles that um, she goes through with those challenges and I kind of wanted to show that like make it show the struggles of being autistic but also show how comforting it can be when you know your best coping mechanisms and 
um but yeah that's kind of how um how maria was conceptualized really and how it sort of came to be yeah i think that's that's really beautiful and a very interesting story to be telling especially now um because you know we there's more and more talks of like mental health and all of that but i feel like we're still not at a place where things are normalized and talked about and i think that art is like a beautiful way to show that um so 100%. i'm wondering huh 100% yeah like um it's underrepresented now which is why um i chose a female protagonist because um wanted to like in in the silliest way possible uh, just be like uh you know women can feel like this too and um that's kind of one what i wanted to achieve with maria i i love that um so i'm wondering what uh what do you think was the most difficult uh did you sorry i'm trying to work my question did you find any difficulties when making your film um I think mainly the time constraints conceptualizing it and writing it was actually pretty straightforward once I did the research because I'm autistic myself so writing it just sort of came naturally to me and it was a very simple premise um but we made I made the film during I think was it the second or the third it was the last it was the last lockdown during covid um so access to the labs was quite limited um so i felt like the best way to make the film on time was to um make it half storyboard half fully animated um however um instead of making it feel out of place in some shots i decided to use use it in a narrative sense so um and if everything is whenever whenever the film is fully animated um that's when maria is in a comfort zone and things sort of make sense to her but whenever the film is in black and white and the animation starts going choppy um in a more animatic style that's when things get a bit more confusing and that's when she starts to get sensory overload so um i used the story half storyboard half fully animated format to sort of convey um what maria is feeling so that was kind of how i worked around the time constraints um like it was pretty tight like I did get a two week extension um like for the project but I I got it done and I got it done to a good uh capacity so um yeah I think that was the biggest challenge was working with the time constraints um especially during lockdown as well but I I was quite proud of the fact that you know I didn't just make it like I didn't just decide not to leave certain scenes on storyboarded I purposefully crafted it to like have a narrative purpose for it. Yeah. Um I think that's really cool like kind of just everything happens for a reason, you know. Mise-en-scene. Um, there's a purpose um for everything. Um and finally, where can people find you? Like do you have any social media? Um yeah, so um if you want to look at my YouTube videos and you want to see most of my animation work, um you you want to look at Aaron that's a double r a n bull Aaron bull productions um where you can find um i'm also currently developing a tv pilot with maria it's now called psychic maria and it's basically it's now um basically in the pilot she now has psychic abilities and 
um, the whole show is basically about how she gets through everyday life, but how the autism affects her psychic powers. So it's not like the autism equals the psychic powers. It's showing how the autism affects the psychic powers. And it's shown because she's also got an older sister called Sam, who's um, a bit more moody, a bit more like grounded than Maria is. And she's also psychic, but she's neurotypical. So it shows how people use psychic powers differently essentially so the the pilot is kind of in production hell at the moment the production has been on hiatus but it will be finished someday um there's also um i've also done a video for rps palettes which you can find on rps palettes linkedin page but yeah i've also got a linkedin if you search up my name i've also got instagram at aaron bull underscore art i've also got twitter um yeah, that's pretty much it. If you, but if you want to see my best animation work, check out my YouTube, and check out my Instagram for my illustration work. Nice. Well, it was great speaking with you and hearing about your animation process. And um, thank you so much for being here. Nah, thank you so much. Uh, this is the first ever podcast interview I've done, so this has been really nice to talk about my film and. Um, it's great to hear that you've been dabbling in animation as well. <laughs>